0: Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Youth Ministry Booster Podcast. My name is Zach Working here with my best friend, Chet Higgins, in the garage with another episode of Zoo Ministry. Booster is, is youth ministry. Zooster? Um well, you had some strong appeal opinions over lunch today. Okay, so people got to know. I don't. I don't know where this is about to go. I just know that he got real hot. I hear. Okay, so
1: Zeus versus aquariums,
0: <laughs> the classic debate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just need to know where you stand. Okay, on what is your preference I
0: is like a dividing line for you and it's like one or the other you can't you can't it's do hard both. to go both it's hard to go both one one has to be better than the other right right so which one is better right in all
1: categories <laughs> okay and the other part of this debate that many people have zoos and aquarium I mean, do you even think they should exist? Oh, oh, going ethical?
0: Ethical uh, debate? <laughs> wow! Okay. I mean, we're going to talk about it. Uh, People may chime in and okay. be like, you guys. Yeah, how dare fans of zoos, get out of here. Uh, I, um... Okay. Okay. I'll... <laughs> uh, think that zoos are more... Interesting than an really? aquarium. Okay. Uh, but somehow it feels more wrong to so put. you don't like fish. I, I, I feel fish have less souls than big cats. Can we quantify a soul? <laughs> <laughs> I've never looked into the eyes of a fish <laughs> and felt remorse. Yeah. Right? Like you look into a tiger that's in a cage and you're like, he is judging me. And if he gets out, he will rightfully extract his revenge. Yeah, I've never looked in an aquarium and been like, there, look at this, look, Don't get me, Mister Shark!" Like, like, good, you stay there. But like, <laughs> in all reality,
1: <laughs> that fish probably had a lot more space and traveled a
0: lot. The different. ocean is larger than the Earth. Correct. Yeah, it's the biggest part of the Earth. Yeah,
1: um, and so yeah. I don't know why I brought up the ethical <laughs> issue. that like convolutes this. But super but weird now.
0: Oh, no. I feel weird. <laughs> I like What do I do zoos. with my hands? I don't know if I can um, like
1: zoos. Yeah, I'm, I'm more pro-zoo. If like you zoo. love
0: zoos, leave it in the comments. Okay, yeah. I'm
1: more pro-zoo than I am aquarium. Okay,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, is it on your, like, platform, your ballot?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah if I'm running for president, I'm, pro zoo. I'm going okay. pro-zoo. Pro-zoo. Pro zoo. Uh, here's the deal. Okay. Over aquarium. Yes. Aquariums are cool. I do feel like...
0: The replay value on a zoo is higher. Yes.
1: yes. Like, the, the the aquarium, once you've seen it, you've seen it.
0: Unless you get to go, like, swimming with them. But again, that never happens.
1: Who's getting in the water? <laughs> you know,
0: that's the point. You don't get to. You don't get to. Do you consider SeaWorld as uh, an aquarium? Oh, that's a dangerous question we should ask some of our other friends in podcasting. Is SeaWorld a dangerous <laughs> aquarium? I don't know. I think the answer is probably yes.
1: Now, killer whales are my favorite animal in the world. Yeah.
0: And the fact that we've seen them up close reveals a lot. By about the, the way, going. let's F talk about Kunkacers. this for a moment. Okay.
1: YouTube channels, yeah. which, by the way, if you're not checking us out on YouTube. <laughs> you can. And you're one of our listeners. You can now be one of our viewers. Anyway. Hey, fancy that. So, uh the orca, the orca. When I see v- videos yes. of folks in kayaks, <laughs>
0: just out kayaking,
1: giggling. Yeah. When a pool of orcas yeah. are all around them. Right. I'm like, "You are You haven't watched enough orca videos." No, you are in the water right.
0: with what I think is the alpha of the ocean. It's the velociraptors of the ocean. Yeah,
1: those are they to me. Those are way scarier
0: than any great white, right? Right, because they work together. We we so one of the things uh, a couple (laughs) years ago in our youth leadership booster community, we had animal themes for some of the things and leadership principles, and the orca was one because of how they work together. Um, There is terrifying footage of orcas working together to flip a floating ice floe. That has seals on it to hunt them. Like they like flop their bodies to like tilt it, like it's some kind of evil carnival ride, and the seals slide (laughs) down and the other one (laughs) chomps it. That's it. Like they work together. Like they throw their body, they tip the seesaw, and they chomp it. Zach,
1: I just need you to know that I'm willing in any part of our (laughs) relationship (laughs) in life.
0: To look, flop your body I'll on flop the ice, okay. yeah, yeah. You flop your body on the ice flow, and then I'll be there ready to chomp. That's it. That's that's actually the Zach. That's and Chen, friendship. That's friendship. That's strategy and friendship. That's it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: So, anyways, even though orcas are my favorite <laughs> belly flop for success, I just feel like the zoo has more options.
0: That's right. It, it's it's a grander ecosystem. Yeah.
1: Because uh, you can get a few fish inside the zoo. Th- that is,
0: it is kind of. That's the trick. Question is that a lot of zoos will have a, a, a smaller aquarium section. Yeah. So there is like, if you need the feel the fish need, there's fish available. There's some people out there that are pro aquarium that yeah. are very upset. They're right? very upset. Well, and I, and I get it because it's always air conditioned. Like the thing about oh. an aquarium. I didn't think about this. I may switch my vote. <laughs> Aquariums are always climate controlled, which is kind of- Dude, in July. There's not a year-round zoo. There is a year-round aquarium, and that is nice. That by the way, nice. you talk
1: about year-round. Year, year I saw this advertisement for the zoo here in our state that during uh, like October- <laughs> It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen- they're like, we're putting pumpkins in all of the cages. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, why? Why is this a selling point?
0: Oh, because they're gonna watch them. Like, talk. yeah, like
1: it was just like photos yeah. of like the tigers batting around pumpkins. Which I'm like, <laughs> why, why is the tiger doing that?
0: Uh, hashtag content, man. Mm-hmm. People need content, and here we got it. Yeah, yeah, the great. I want to be in
1: on that meeting where the, all the zoo people are sitting yeah, around.
0: Slow, slow day on TikTok. Yeah, at the zoo. and then
1: the like boss zoo guy who. Oh, my my, he
0: smoke. Well, I mean, he, he cages animals. So I'm sure he smokes. That makes He's sense. like, yeah. all right,
1: media team,
0: <laughs> what do you got?
1: <laughs> we,
0: it's the slow months of October here at the zoo. <laughs> the leaves don't fall till November. So what do we got? <laughs> Nobody wants to look at these camels. Oh, what do we do? Oh my gosh! And
1: then one guy's like, well, it's October. <laughs> what if we put them in costumes? Can't
0: do that. Can't do that.
1: Which I that I would have gone for oh though. My gosh. I'm showing up to this What zoo. what
0: costume <coughs> does a tiger wear? <laughs> what costume like imagine like pick any zoo animal. What what costume does a was a chimpanzee wear? No, I
1: want to see a tiger dressed up like a raccoon. <laughs>
0: just imagine You ever seen a raccoon in daytime? Just imagine a tiger with <laughs> a little mask. Just a little mask. Just a little going. mask. Why does that tiger have a mask? To and h- then I want s- to. I want to see a
1: giraffe with a little a little mini cape on. Uh. <laughs>
0: A giraffe and a cape would be good. Do you tie the cape at the top <laughs> or the bottom I mean, It's of the all neck. the neck. So <laughs> right. like, again, like, where do you tie your cape up? By the ears or down by the shoulders? But that's not his ear. That's like- Well, his ears are way up. There. So that's the thing. Is like is the cape up by your jaw? I think it's probably down low, Right. I think it depends on the length of the case. Maybe it's like one of those real estate banners where there's lots of flags down the back. Of Can it. you
1: imagine if this is the first episode
0: you've ever two did? They're done. Form. They've already <laughs> left. They're like, this what? is it. We're passing. Yeah. <laughs> this had nothing to do with preaching. Oh,
1: but if you've been in student <laughs> ministry long enough, you know this is about You know
0: this is the seventh grade conversation <laughs> right before the small group. We've anticipated the small group conversation and we've already front loaded it. You're yeah, yeah. welcome, America. Yeah, we got it. Yeah. We've
1: given you a question to ask your seventh graders. Yeah,
0: yeah. If you could pick a zoo animal, what costume would you put on it for Halloween this year?
1: I I need to know from some of our listeners because I know that
0: they're they're going to give us some
1: bangers. <laughs> yeah. Of like, what is? What do you want to see? Different animals dressed up as.
0: See how? I, see, I immediately jumped. I didn't go animal on animal costume. I went like. Is there like an Avengers team power up where like oh. the ape is the Hulk and the chimpanzee is like Iron Man, right? And the orangutan is like Thor? Dude, right? I want to see a little warthog as Iron Man? A little warthog, just <laughs> <laughs> mask. mask with the horns out. Is it? It's good. Pops up, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I, I just seeing them dress up like like your kids would. An actual Ant Man, yeah, an actual, yeah, an actual Ant, an Ant as Ant Man, <laughs> more yeah. of an it's, ant dressed it's, as a man, it's a, it's a little, little bitty tush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, got it. It. we got it there. <laughs> <laughs> just, just little dickies. <laughs> <laughs> Just lunchbox at hand, just ready to go to work. He's just ready to go to work. <laughs> <A> little, <laughs> he's, little carpenter Ann? He's like I like that he has an ironic costume. Like there's a development that there's now irony in their costuming. Oh my gosh! Just a little
1: carpenter ant has an actual Carp- <laughs> carpenter like A little tool I'm done. Oh, i Oh, dad! Oh my gosh! It's so just, just a little cooler. Oh my gosh! Oh!
0: It's just the fire ant. <laughs> it's just the fire brigade. The fireman. <laughs> the truck rolls up. Oh, we. Dude, <laughs> you're done. That's it. I'm telling you
1: right now, why are we throwing pumpkins in cages <laughs> when we've got these cold, oh, these ideas? lesser ideas?
0: <laughs> oh.
1: oh, I don't know how much time it would take to dress up hands. <laughs> oh, I'm here for it.
0: Are <laughs> <laughs> so they going off the rack or they got a little bespoke cut? <laughs> tailored (laughs) (laughs) and they got to fit right. Like, (laughs) Okay, what are we supposed to talk about? (laughs) Today's topic was about sermons and preaching, but I think at a crafted experience. That's one of the things. uh, So for our team, one of our... What's become a really exciting annual event (laughs) is talking about the ways in which uh, Mm -hmm. teaching, preaching, I mean, I think communicating... uh, stage speaking large group engagement uh, and there there is an art form to it and I think the way in which you think through it uh, but being an art form and a practice can sometimes feel really stilted and yet the best ones are the ones that feel the most natural mm. to the speaker that's one of the things that we spend a lot of time is last year not to give any secrets away, but this year, is there is some form that gives breakaway to like creativity, mm. but truly like the best sermon you could preach is both biblical and honest to who you are. I think that that keeps the the source material honest uh, because you're not trying to present it in any other way. But I think it also gives you an authenticity that like if you're not funny like naturally trying to force funny or like plan your jokes. I'm always really nervous when a youth minister is like, I have a great joke planned. And I'm like, I don't, maybe, maybe you do. We'll let the audience decide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Or it's like, I got this really great story. It's like, cool. What what does that do? And you're like, I don't know. It's just a really great story. I got to tell it. And so I think that's one of the things that, Uh, to get into some of our conversation today with the time we have left, is to really think through, so stipulation, you should have a really well-crafted, researched piece of Scripture that you are presenting and proclaiming. I think there is, uh, we can debate in a different episode exactly what that looks like, how much Scripture, the right Mm -hmm. pericope, making sure that we're cross-referencing to like this. There's a whole separate study element to it. But for those that are teaching and speaking and wanting to connect at a better level, given that your material, this the scripture is right and true and good and, and faithful, how do we best communicate that to students? And I think it's a certain level of self-awareness that is going to be mm. uncomfortable. Like you are going to have to get uncomfortable with who you are so you can get comfortable with who you are. Uh, That's, that's one of the things I think for a lot of folks, we see the person we want to aspire to. So we just immediately start copying. Uh, It's one of my favorite. uh, So (laughs) health questions from earlier this year, one of the guys that I was reading last year as I was kind of on my health journey is um, don't you find it interesting that a lot of long distance runners are all kind of built the same. Mm. Um, some of that is because they train the same and they end up getting a lot of the same muscles other parts is that they were built that way and so like long and lean probably lends itself to better long distance running versus like stocky and thick for you know boxing fighting football or whatever like some some body tops are built for certain ways and the the cold water of like i mean your your body ain't You can get healthy, you can get fit, um, but you may not be built for that particular activity or exercise at that level because of just the shape of who you are. Like, man, we have some friends that are great communicators that when they're in their lane of presenting what they've learned, awesome. Teachers, yeah. professors, like, they're, they're funny because it's casual and natural. They're not planning their jokes. Or, or our friends that are, are really excellent storytellers that, like, the, the point isn't to try to, like, clever you – Uh, The point is to connect with you because their life experience just invites you into a way of connecting and understanding that's so very different uh, than other folks that are trying to like convince you, right? Like they connect instead of trying to convince. And like that's that's hard to hear if you think you're one thing you're not. Right. Like like, you know, and I think a lot of this for folks that like they, they get they get messed up because they're like, well, great communicators do what that person does, so I'm going to do what they do. You can right. you can be a fan of their biblical excellence right. without having to adopt their speaking Correct. mannerisms, which is very different. You've got to separate, yeah.
1: And I think I think a lot of times we blend those two, right? Like you you start to whether you like it or not, there are there. Are, Teachers that you listen to, right? Yeah. Um, and there are teachers that we enjoy. Yeah. And a lot of times people that we listen to more often than not, even like subconsciously, you don't re- recognize yeah. it. You'll start to take on some of their manner-
0: mannerisms. The little like phrases they say, the things they say, the cadence yeah. of their speech. And, yeah. and and
1: so specifically like when you're young and you're kind of taking in these things.
0: Just to figure yourself out. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: And, and it doesn't always need to – it doesn't always have to be like – Sermon speakers, like we will hear people address things and talk about things. Yeah. And oftentimes it's the things that interest us. Yeah. That will end up communicating live.
0: The youth pastor that got really into TEDx stuff. Yeah. And like all of their talks are so poignant. Right. And it's like, are you some kind of clever robot? <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: Or, or One of the things that I see a lot in sermons is the emphasis yeah, right? like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I will see guys hammer <laughs> home, <laughs> pound points yeah. that aren't points. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. just like uh, whether because
0: oh. that 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 YouTuber they like does it, or yeah. the, the newscaster is like, and this is the thing. Yeah, and then they've said this is the thing eight times, yeah. and there are eight different points, and I'm like, how many things are there? Yeah, <laughs> so
1: many things. Um, and, and a lot of that is you know practicing. Yeah, you, you know, you talked a little bit about the experience that we have coming yeah. up, and. One of the things that we do that I love about the experience is put everybody in pods. We yeah. ask them to bring a sermon. Uh, we and, actually
0: work the sermon over multiple, yeah, times, multiple times, which is a rare gift for a lot of folks because typically it's one and done, right. and it's hard to get better if it's always one yeah. and done. Yeah, and, so,
1: and, and part of that is really understanding, like, what is my voice? Yeah. And I think the thing to remember is you can be a great communicator at a lot of different styles.
0: Yes, yeah. and
1: I actually think everyone has a voice that they can be a solid communicator in, uh, in the space that you're at, and yeah. so you know, understanding who you are, understanding who your audience is,
0: yeah,
1: is the other piece uh, that I think is a big piece of the puzzle.
0: It's the connect. It's how connections are made of who you are in relationship yeah. to them. Yeah, I
1: think a lot of a lot of communicators even once they start to understand who they are. Yeah. Um it, okay, I'll I'll talk about the two extremes, okay? Um the two extremes are often this. A lot of times people that I would say are let's say further down on the communication like uh road. Yeah. They've either become pretty funny and engaging. Yeah. And so they just lean on that. Yeah. Um or they've become very studious. Yeah. You've gotten your seminary. Learn some
0: things and they're and, gonna share them
1: things. Correct. And a lot of times what happens on both of those ends, I actually think you drop the ball. Even if you have a unbelievably unpacked, like amazing, like seminary-esque yeah. like manuscript. Yeah. When you're delivering that...
0: These Greek words are dunamis. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: when you're delivering that to an 11-year-old, yeah. they're not there. Right. Your audience, that talk could be dynamite in a room of 24-year-olds, right, but fall flat in a room of 11-year-olds. Yeah, yeah. And I think we've got to get... Adept. Yeah. Yes, because here's the deal, man. Like, the point of that is for the listener. yeah. Like, it is for the growth of that person.
0: Yeah. And you can debate. There's a timeliness factor, yes. too. Like it, it's experience, so it's happening in a moment. This is not like... I think sometimes we like abstract sermons as like, this is great for all time. Right. We retrospectively will go back and read or listen to sermons, but man, like, those sermons existed in a moment, in a place, with a group, for a people, yeah. for a reason.
1: In the same way... You can be the guy who's charismatic, mm-hmm. great storyteller, whatever, funny.
0: Yeah.
1: And you can get up there and you can kill. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh, those kids laughed.
0: They had, yeah.
1: You know, and you even have kids come up to you afterwards talking about that story and all these yeah. kind of things. Yeah. And you can walk away and out of there and it's fallen flat of its purpose of helping that student grow and both of those examples the outcome may feel different right the kid that guy that's really studied in his mind he may go well i want my kids to be deep okay but you're probably trying to teach swimming lessons by just throwing kids in the deep end, yeah and you may have one one that gets it (laughs) but you got a lot of bodies at the bottom of the pool right Uh, but then the other side right it's just the fun entertainment yeah. and the the I think the kryptonite in that, Zach, is because of the society that we live in that guy i think it's the most dangerous because he can grow a crowd yeah and he can at the end of the day feel like it's successful and we've not taken students anywhere yeah and we've got to learn of what is that place to where we could really start to think through at a bigger scale yeah of okay where are we taking these students over a longer period of time yes And what are we teaching to this week that gets us there? All of those kind of things. Uh, The other aspect of communicating that I think is really useful, and I know we can't talk about all of them, but one of the areas that I think needs to be some growth in our profession um, is some of those, like, I would would consider them public speaking basics of things like body movement pitch
0: volume, volume tone, tone yeah.
1: all of these kind of things that we all can work on yeah of alleviating so many of those like remove mental di- pauses remove the
0: distractions remove the the verbal tics the um i'm mm-hmm. not sure kind of things so that you can remove distractions and then highlight the features well the thing that helpful. a lot of that
1: does and it's the reason that i think a lot of youth pastors feel like They need to be speaking 30 to 40 to 45 minutes in a sermon because they're like, well, I I can't tell them everything that I need to tell them in 20 minutes. Well, the reason is you you have a lot more filler in your talk than you think you do. That's right. And if it's impossible to get through a piece of text in... Twenty minutes. Yeah. then I think you're. I think you're only looking at student ministry in one week increments, yep. and not realizing. Wait, maybe this is two or three talks. Week over week series stuff, and then I think
0: also, man, like this is the cool part of the time that we live in doing student ministry. The midweek sermon is not your only platform yeah. to communicate to your students. Like, man, I, I would love my youth pastor if i was 17 if he has a funny story make that thing a real or send that out as a group message mm-hmm. or post it somewhere like like that let that be the connective thing from now till then or if there's one additional thought like that mm-hmm. was always uh, for a season when we were at the Tulsa church here whoever was teaching, if they felt like they missed something, we'd record it in the office the Sunday afternoon or the Monday, and we'd just push it out to the group text that yeah. we had or whatever. It was our like our after <laughs> moment or whatever. So if there was like, and you know, like one more thing. There's just like one more thing I wanted to share. And you just, you know, set it up, record it, edit it, send it. And then that was a great way to add a little extra four to six minutes without it feeling like, man, if you feel like you've finished and it's twenty one minutes. Don't make it thirty because you felt like you needed to go to yeah. thirty. You know, we
1: used to refer to those as leftovers. Well,
0: leftovers. Okay, yeah, so I like to so like, take like You know, out, it's yeah, like yeah, the yeah.
1: the food was so good that you had leftovers. You can like wrap it up for um, later. Yeah. And and I think a good sermon. I think a good sermon is that. Yeah. Like getting it down to teachable for yeah. a middle school student. Yeah. There should be good cuts yeah. left on the, floor, the, the floor. floor
0: or the fridge. And I think I think – let's run with it. I think the plate imagery is really good. Like there is a meal that's healthy and balanced that's the right thing to serve mm. that's not overloaded with one thing more than the other or more than they can eat. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about it on our team. And I know that we're out on the road with the essential stuff. One of the major points that we're hitting is that in a relationally starved age, the last thing we should be doing is overloading our students with something they're not accustomed to and be surprised that we get a kind of a gluttonous result, right? Like if you're starved for attention, like you need to be really careful in the ways in which you're feeding attention. Mm-hmm. And if they're overwhelmed by content, I don't think shoveling more cardboard pizza content at them yeah. is going to make them healthier, right? Right, And I think that's that's where, again, some of those health imagery things really matter. And I think also help us work hard to stay, again, word of the year this year is durable, Uh, durable and memorable. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think a lot of us have a lot of things we want to say, but we even forget the thing that we were talking about because it wasn't portable or it wasn't. Uh, uh, s- storable or memorable in a way that was tied to an image or an idea or an action because uh, it's cool when the experience makes you feel something. It's even different when it feels like it's empowering to act. Yeah. And so like, I, to know what what now is next is a huge question you should ask for, why am I even presenting this to them? So,
1: yeah, because, I mean, it doesn't matter how rich and
0: theologically good your yeah. sermon is. Yeah. If your kids don't understand it, save it for your book. Save it for your paper. But then, and then, and then, you know, download this into that moment, right? Like so. uh, Case in point. Case in point. So, personal example. um, In a month or so, I'm sharing with a group who's doing three small group sessions for their weekend event, Mm -hmm. and um, they've invited me to come share for their one and only large group gathering. Chad, I I have already, as I've begun to work on this, been tempted of like. I gotta say it all. You just say it all, right? I one session. Right. They've been meeting in small groups all weekend, and I'm coming in for one session. Mm. My friend, like, do not let me try to cover too much, yeah, because they've already done three sessions work of work before I got there. Like, I need to come in and say one good yeah. thing, um, because I'm gonna be gone and they're gonna stay. I think.
1: Let's call it what it is. I think that that thought, when we when you're younger or not as wise or whatever I'm not saying we are but I know that for myself I would have been Last tempted episode
0: to, you said you were almost 40
1: Yeah I know almost. that I would have been unbelievably tempted in that same way To do it all To want to do it all yeah. To want to wow You yeah. know what I
0: mean And sure. I Strap in We're gonna be here for 49 yeah, minutes And yeah, I gotta yeah. make
1: sure to tell a great story Yeah
0: At, at least two If not three Um yeah. uh, I
1: think the maturity in a lot of this is realizing that it's not about us. Yeah. It is truly about helping these teenagers yeah. grow and learn. And to do that, there has to be sacrifice. Yeah. There has to be a level of thoughtfulness Yeah, of realizing, okay, How do I engage these students in a way that gets them listening to me, that builds trust in just one talk? Right, right. But then also gets quick to that text to give them the ability to really munch on some stuff that is life changing. Yeah. And then begin to ask the question of how do I apply it?
0: There's a response to the thing that you've had them work over. And
1: I, I think for us that. The real temptation is only thinking about that when you're asked to come speak at something.
0: And not week in and week out. And not week in and week out.
1: Um, I've met so many guys that want the next platform. Yeah. And they're not
0: giving thoughtfulness to the platform they're given now. This midweek, next week, the next time you get to... Preaching big church, as it were, mm. in the congregation and community you're in, 12, 20, 120. Um, how are you valuing that as if you were the guest coming in yeah. with one message to share? It matters. And I think for wherever you're at now, planning your next talk, it's really easy to think ah, it's another week. But what might they need this week? Mm. Not another. This week, in a way that you have been challenged and faithful to prepare and say that might give them a little more daily bread and a little more of a what's next response to the gospel message. Snap. Friends, Thanks for listening to the Youth Ministry Booster Podcast. This is Zach, and I just wanted to say it really means a lot that you listen. And so if you want to follow along with us on the Apple Podcast app or Spotify or Google or wherever you enjoy your audio podcast, you can. But you can also check us out on YouTube at Youth Ministry Booster on YouTube. Uh, we're posting videos weekly, uh, podcast replays, episodes, highlights, and some other goodies for you there too. So we'd love to see you there. And if you want to learn more about our preaching event in Nashville. It's lifeway.com slash experience or check the links below.